0: what's up my goons welcome to episode 4 of bench Babble what, what what is up people how you doing on this rainy and then sunshiny day I'm chilling. We're in studio 1A, A1, like the steak sauce. It's the only studio in this apartment. Oh, man. I started a fucking class this week. That's been, uh, it's been something. Starts early as hell, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the the nice walks in the morning when it's not raining. Gets me up, gets me active. I guess that's why I've been kind of late on this latest podcast. I've been busy. I've been busy, homies. Um, But it's been good. I've missed y'all. I hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all have missed me. Hopefully not too much. That'd be weird, because you can see me whenever. (laughs) Oh, man. So, I've been doing a lot of Instagram networking lately. Just, uh, you know, trying to get my... My name out there with music and, uh, and everything like that. And it's been dope, honestly. Um, I've been doing it for a couple months now. Uh, just basically, I started out following people, and if they followed me back, bet. If not, then I ended up unfollowing them. Um, not, I mean, like, I don't know, not to be petty, but just... You know, I'm not gonna be following a bunch of random people. Um, I got one of those little unfollow app things, like a fucking dweeb. But, um, but I don't know. I I didn't I didn't engage them at all. Like it was just kind of that was it. And then the goal was that they would hit the link in my bio, check out my music, love my music, hit me up about it, which is super far fetched. Like that's a that's a that's a hell of a stretch. You know what I mean? That's like, say I follow you know 100 people a day. Let's say you know 30, 40 of them follow me back. And then I would say of those, like maybe 10 people actually click the link in the bio, maybe five or six people actually listen to more than 10 seconds. And then maybe one person becomes a follower. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a tough ratio. Um, so what I started doing recently is I started a little, you know, copy paste text. That's like, Hey, my name is Ryan Tucker. Uh, you know, if you have a minute, check out my music. And I like to put myself on the same level as them. Like, I'm not trying to act like some hot shot who's just, you know, because obviously if I was, I wouldn't be messaging people. Um, So I just say, if you have any opinions, thoughts on my music, let me know. Or opinions or, you know, uh, what's the word? Critiques. It's not that. But it's something like that. That's basically just, you know, allowing them to be like, hey, like, you know, I would love to hear what you have to say. Validating them as a person and just being like, hey, you know what? I would, you know appreciate that. And, um, and I get a lot more love for it. Um, you know, some people, I would say about 60 to 75% of people will just like the message. And that's cool. Like that's, you know, just acknowledging that, Hey, like I got it, you know? Um, and then I would honestly say about like 50% of the people, maybe 40% of the people hit me back with something either like, Hey, I'll check it out or dope. Like I make music too, hit me up. And, uh, and then we get a little conversation going. Um, and a lot of them, have been super dope which brings me to a segment that I want to start this week just called why people are dope dude because in this this week honestly there's a few people I want to talk about um one is uh this girl she is head of A&R for um a label run by Kent Jones the rapper if you're familiar with him uh if not go check him out he's got some bangers on on uh, Spotify and everything um pretty pretty I don't know for me as a hip-hop head he's he's decently well known um and she hit me up and was like, Hey, you know, I, I hit her with the message and she liked it and responded and said, Hey, um, I work, you know, I'm head of A&R here. I also work with DJ colleagues. We the best music, uh, label. And she said, you know, I'm teaming up with Ken Jones right now. Um, and because he's working on a film and he, that he's exec producing and music producing, and we're reaching out to people and we like your stuff. Like if you want to send in some submissions, uh, it was like $30 to do a submission and, you know, send us a submission for this film. And so I was like, hell yeah. And got in the studio with some friends of mine, made a track kind of tailored towards the film along with three or four, like one or two others that fit the the description that she gave me or the information, the kind of direction she gave me for the film. And then one or two that were kind of just out there that really had nothing to do with the film, but you never know, may still be able to work. So it was really cool to get that opportunity. Um, And yeah, we'll see where it goes. I I sent him in yesterday, um, hoping big things, but she hit me up and was like, you know, if you think this is a scam or whatever, feel free to DM Kent Jones on Instagram. So I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. I'll fucking DM Kent Jones. And you know, he's got like, I don't know, 50,000 followers, something like that. Just hit me back immediately and was like, oh yeah, she's legit. This is dope. You know, we would love to hear from you. Um, so that's super cool. I mean, that's just literally, she's one of like hundreds of people I follow every week that was just like, Hey, here's a dope opportunity. Um. But even more so, there was this other girl who hit me back before. Actually, she she hit me before I even hit her up. She was like, "Hey, I love your music," um, you know. And then I said, "You know, thanks, whatever." And she said, "Are you doing any shows in Charlotte soon?" And I was like, "No, um, and I, no, no." I was I didn't say no after that, but I was like, "No, unfortunately, not," you know. Um, but you know, not far down the road, I want to be able to to book little tours and things like that when I have a little more time on my hands. Um, and so I was like, you know, if you know of any places. Uh, let me know. And since then, dude, she has, she's like my agent now. Like she's, she's talked to like three or four venues who have already, you know, been like, hell yeah, we would love to have this dude come. Um, and it's just been super cool, man. I mean, I told her, you know, I don't want to make, I don't want to waste your time. I don't think I'll be able to make it out there for a while, but you know, whatever. And she, she was on it. She was like, I got you. I'll get back to you. Like, uh, you know, here's my number. If you need anything, super fucking dope. Just awesome. Um, and, and those people, those two, o- among plenty of others that have just hit me back and, you know, commented on my music and, you know, giving me, giving me feedback on the music. It's just been, it's been heartwarming, honestly. Like, uh, it's a part of this whole music scene that I'm not really used to, uh, because everyone out here does music. So it's, I mean, everyone out here is supporting each other as artists and I get that. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm not belittling the, the hype my friends give me, but it's cool to have people around the world, you know, hit me up for it. So, I mean, really pro tip start marketing on Instagram. Um, cause you never know who's out there who would love your music and would want to give you dope opportunities. Um, bunch of cool shit. Um, but, but you gotta be, you gotta be selective about who you're following. Like for me, um, the main page I follow is selection. If you haven't heard of selection, go get hip. They're a hidden gem right now. Honestly. Um, they're not, they're not small. they got hundreds of thousands of followers, but, um, they're definitely not as well known as they should be. And I've been following people who follow them for a few reasons. A, because they're, they're worldwide, they're world renowned. They put, pl- they have DJs all over the world. They play shows all over the world. Um, and two, because the, the people that follow them are people I want listening to my music. They're people who are, I would say mainly hip hop, R and B kind of stuff. And, they're just kind of hip to what's going on in music and the, the, you know, the trends in music. Uh, and so I really, I mean, that that's one reason I really do appreciate the the feedback that some of them give me. Cause a lot of them are musicians themselves or, you know, music business people. Uh, so that, that's been super dope. Um, uh, but also along the lines of why people are dope, you guys are dope. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast over and over. Um, I've gotten a lot more love than I really thought I would, which still isn't a lot, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more than I thought I would get right off the bat, um, and I really appreciate you guys giving me feedback, giving me comments, um, showing some love, so that's been super dope. Um, so this episode is kind of the episode of new segments, I'm not going to lie, I got two new segments I want to introduce, um, so we, we got why people are dope, just some spreading some positivity, uh, and then now I want to introduce a new segment called Things I Don't Get and this is on the other end of the spectrum. This is shade central. This is the shade station. Next stop fucking Hateville. No, I'm not hating, but but we are going to throw some shade. This is some shit that I just really I really don't understand. And I know I'm going to get some flack for this first one cuz he's popping right now and you know, I've seen articles that are like he's got the best album of the summer and that's The Baby, dude. I don't understand The Baby. I I thought I did. I listened to some of his music um a while back when he when he posted that video of him, like, you know, beating up whoever this fucking dude was that was trying to just, I don't know, trying to fucking troll him in some store. And it looked funny. Like, I loved his fucking appearance in it. I loved, you know, the the kind of dude he looked like. He just looked goony as fuck. And then I was like, all right, you know, I, I really don't listen to as, as much new music as I should. I'm really behind on a lot of new rap. I'm not going to lie. Um but not, not behind enough to not know what the trends are. Like obviously trap is in and, you know, melodic trap, like juice world and, and guys like that. I don't mind juice world. I think juice world's dope. Um, maybe that's just cause the melodies he he does, but, um, but dude, like I straight up listened to the first five tracks on this album on a baby on baby. It's got 13 tracks. And Suge, Shug is the one that everyone's fucking obsessed over. Like everyone is playing Suge. and I swear to God, dude, I, I probably skipped through that halfway through. I I don't get it. I hold up. We're, we're gonna play part of this real quick. Who you Ah. Uh, oh Lord, Jensen made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. Go what I want. Good, good. Play if you want. Let's do it. I'm a young CEO. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Alright. So don't get me wrong. The beat goes hard. I love the bass line. I think the production on it is fucking great. It's and I guess this has more to do with the mumble rap kind of culture in general, more so than just a baby. But I don't understand people who like, hey, for me. I swear like half of his ad libs themselves are like offbeat. It's I don't get the, the rapping off beat. Like he he will bring it around by the end of the bar to where he, he gets the the rhyme word on beat, but everything kind of leading up to there is just kinda A, slurred together, but B like it's not it's not in a rhythm that's even remotely satisfying to me. Like it's not on beat whatsoever. And I don't know if that's a trend that people think is lit, that's like it's we're back to, you know, fucking middle school, like not trying as cool and not trying as hip, but don't tell me that because Eminem can rap ridiculously fast on beat, rap ridiculous ciphers on beat. Don't tell me that's corny because he can make flows and fucking manipulate words to sound fucking like rhymes and it sounds dope. Don't tell me that's corny, dude. That takes fucking work. That takes fucking 10,000 hours type shit. I, I don't know, man. like I just I could not get into it for that reason. i I'm someone who is such a stickler. like if I will listen to my song before it drops about I don't know five hundred times through from the from the beginning of me making it to to the end of, you know, the final mixes, and if there's a word that's off, dude, I'm tweaking the whole time. like I'm not saying you know. I'm not over tweaking about it to where it's like, you know, it has, it's, it's a fucking, you know, one, 164th of a fucking, you know, note off. I don't even know if that's a, if that's an actual note, but you know what I'm saying is I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not tripping too much about it, but I, I know when it's off, like this track is off. Uh, Like, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it bugs me, man. It bugs me. I, I can't sit and listen to that shit and act like it's you know I mean like the beat goes hard like that's why I feel like it calls for for dope bars and it's just like some dude fucking going first take on it I don't know man I don't know so I mean if, if I'm wrong yo please speak up tell me some shit show me some music that I'm not hip to of baby. show me why he's dope but for that reason I won't listen to him I would honestly I would listen to this shit over baby every day Is it gonna play? Oh, there it is. Very, very quiet and I'm hunting rabbits. Right. Uh, yeah. Clap your hands to the feet. Everybody, just clap your hands to the feet. Clap your hands to the bait. Alright, fudge face. Let's see what we' made of. Hoka Bugs Bunny Money, I give you some kind. To get more carrots every time I ride Can a mouse ride is? Does he have long furry ears like? Jordan at the you likely to miss Brothers Dude, who got Bugs Bunny money? I'll give you some time to get more carrots every time I... It doesn't even fucking make sense. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's fucking Bugs Bunny. Like, I, I would listen to a cartoon character rap more than I would listen to DaBaby. Like, just... The, I don't know who was the right... I don't know who does the voice for Bugs Bunny. I don't know who wrote that song. It was for Space Jam. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. The the flows and the bullshit, dumbass flows and that shit give me more satisfaction as a hip hop head than DaBaby. Even even though the beat is garbage in comparison to DaBaby, in compare in comparison to a lot of shit, I'd listen to that every day if it made me if I if it meant I didn't have to listen to DaBaby. Just putting that out there. Another thing I don't get. Fucking dudes who, I don't, try, who, fucking dudes who sound like 21 Pilots, or try to sound like 21 Pilots, I'm not hating on 21 Pilots, dude, when, when they dropped Vessel their first, you know, day, or I don't know, whatever, I, their, their, their fucking album with, you know, House of Gold, and, uh, I don't, I don't even remember what the hits were at this point, I loved that shit, that was like maybe my junior year in high school, loved that fucking shit. I remember the first instrument I played was a ukulele and House of Gold was one of the first songs I learned cuz I was like this is this is cool. That being said, I listened to a lot of indie music back then. I was not as into hip hop, all that stuff. But dude, like I'm not even trying to hate on people at Belmont, but that's it's just like that's what it brings to mind is there are so many short white dudes who their music sounds like 21 Pilots. It sounds like a fucking mix of if you took Broadway and combined it with I don't know, some, like, Metro Station fucking red jumpsuit apparatus type, like, teen angsty music. And then you threw hip-hop drums on there. Don't even fucking... Don't put hip-hop drums where they're not supposed to be. I don't want to hear some fucking dude like John Bellion over 808s. That's fucking bullshit. It honestly, like, it hurts my heart as a hip-hop listener. To hear that shit. Like, it's just... It's, to me, it's garbage. To a lot of people, I'm sure you, you know, you can relate with it, but they can make the same music over some fucking, like, punk beat, some alternative with the fucking live drum or the fucking cajon. If you can make a song over a cajon that you, that you can make over, hip, don't use fucking hip-hop beats. Don't use 808s. Use your fucking cajon or your fucking... Acoustic guitar playing fucking Wonderwall at a party. And do that shit. Go to your fucking corner and play your cajon. Don't be fucking coming over and touching my drum pad. No. That is not where you belong. Know your lane. If you're a 21 Pilots hip hop drum using cajon masking motherfucker. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear your music. I don't want to see your fucking cajon. I don't want to fucking come around and rip your fucking jewel. I got my own jewel. And you know what I'm doing when I'm jeweling? Making bars. Don't don't be coming to me with your fucking nasally ass, sad ass melodies that make me feel like I'm in a fucking Fall Out Boy music video and try and tell me that shit is dope. I'm done. It's 2019. We're past that shit. Macklemore isn't relevant anymore. Macklemore was a... He was a thin line between those two... Those two... Genres. The Cajon fuckers and hip-hop. Somewhere along the way, he kind of was like, I'm gonna be hip-hop. But then his subject matter and his fucking... Bars went kind of fucking... Cajon-wise. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Doesn't make sense to me. The baby people who sound like 21 pilots and now horror movies. We're going away from music, fucking horror movie. Don't get me wrong. I love horror movies. I'm not saying horror movies don't make sense to me. I've been watching a decent amount of horror movies lately. I've been getting real into them. Um, I'm not one to watch horror movies alone. Not because I'm scared of fucking shit. I'm fine watching horror movies alone. I don't enjoy it. If I'm, I I like watching movies alone, but if they're a comedy, if I'm going to laugh my ass off, because honestly when you laugh your ass off when you're by yourself then that's when you know it's funny like i'm not saying we're all fucking beta bitches out here laughing when other people laugh but that is kind of a thing but when you laugh by yourself you know you know it's real you know that no one else is here i look like a fucking crazy person this is hilarious but also movies that like that i learn from like i'm talking goodwill hunting the green mile like things that kind of expand your mind i love those movies but horror movies do neither of those things. Actually horror movies do make me laugh, but it's because I like to tear apart fucking horror movies. Like there's they are so there's so many of them are the same. I the best horror movies are original horror movies. Like Hush, dude, don't even get me started. That movie's fucking ridiculous because it it gives you a picture that you no one has thought of. A fucking deaf person about to be killed like that shit is so dope unreal dope love that movie but i've been looking for fucking scary horror movies like actually shit that like i won't be able to sleep at night why do i want that who fucking knows but i want like i just i i I feel like it's because i think they're not real like i i don't i don't i can't name a horror movie since i've been an adult that has actually kept me up at night it's, it just hasn't happened. I've done some research. I've, I have a few homies that I, I get together with now. And we watch horror movies. And I'll do my research. I'll go on fucking Reddit where the nerds are at. Where they know what they're talking about. And I'm like give me some shit. That is going to make feces. Come out of my anus. Like I want to fucking have to wipe the back of my legs. After I watch this movie. And th- the results are ridiculous. They're so bad. Like, I remember reading one, there was one that said, uh, uh, the Babadook. The Babadook shivered me, made me shiver to my core. Get the fuck out. If you're scared by the Babadook, don't watch horror movies. Watch some fucking Twilight Zone from the 1970s or whenever the fuck it was on, because that's the era you belong in. If things that like, you know, spiders on your skin, if that makes you fucking lose your shit, Go watch some fucking Twilight Zone. Get out of my fucking Reddit page. I want the real people. I want people that if they like, if they didn't have if their morals were like a little bit more loose, they would be serial killers. Like that's the kind of people I want telling me what horror movies I should watch. Someone said they were, they were, they were, uh, uh, they cried by the end of the conjuring dude, miss me with that shit the conjuring any movie that's any horror movie that's got a sequel to it other than maybe what is it uh what's that one with the little white asian kids that like have the uh sound in it you know what i'm talking about there's no one here i don't know why i'm asking this god that's gonna kill me it's such a well-known movie whatever whatever i'll, I'll think of it at some point um uh, Oh wait, it was just coming to me. The grudge. The fucking grudge. The grudge. Sorry babies, that took a minute. The fucking grudge. That's the only sequel horror movie that like... Actually, after all that, after all that thinking, I haven't seen past the first grudge. But I would just assume that the other grudges are good. But I'm gonna take that back because I don't know. Any fucking sequel horror movie that I've seen sucks. If it's good, leave it alone. Leave it the fuck alone. Another thing though, one one major thing that bothers me about horror movies, it's the fact that the majority of them, like 90% of them, have a happy ending. And I know that there's some little fucked up piece of shit inside me that doesn't want it to be, but like, come on. It's a fucking horror movie. Like if your whole family at some point in the horror movie is like hanging by their fucking necks from a tree, and you're a child. And you're watching this shit happen. And then you get possessed. And all this fuck shit happens. There is no way by the end of that horror movie you should be okay. Your life is fucked up from there. Like that's I'm sorry. I The, the empathetic side of me is like damn that sucks. But the part of me that's outside watching the horror movie. I'm like come on be fucking original. That's something that so many horror movies don't get is being original. That's what I love. Finding a good, like, Conjuring movie... Or a good, like, you know, Demonic movie... Is because so many of those are the fucking same. There's... There's there's a few parts to a horror movie... That make it dope. And one... Is not being able to know what the fuck is gonna happen. If I'm sitting there... And I see... And I know, like... Say the movie is fucking called, like, Jessica. Alright, well... One, I know who's getting possessed. It's fucking Jessica. And two... I know that when she gets possessed, fuck shit is about to happen or else it wouldn't be a horror movie, right? That might be too broad of a thing to, to switch up, but I've, I've seen one or two lately that, that really flipped the script that, you know, it's a girl who's possessed. She doesn't know it. She's trying to protect her family. And it's like a twist by the end of it, that she is the demon and she's been hurting her family. So fucking dope. I love that shit twists in horror movies can be so fucking hit or miss. Especially, especially if there's a bunch of loose ends. Cause like there's some horror movies that are just garbage that like leave a bunch of loose ends. And it's like, ah, everything's fine. The world's fine. Everything's okay. I hate that shit, dude. But I really think the biggest horror movie I've hated out of all of them, and I think it's because I spent like fucking 20 bucks to go see it was that midsummer movie. Oh my God their whole or the whole marketing thing I saw for them all the ads were like it is possible to be scared in the daylight here's why I didn't like that movie because no it's fucking not it's not that's 90% of the reason I was not like I was so excited to see that I was like this is going to fucking shatter the ceiling of horror movies it's going to change the game forever it didn't you saw everything coming from a fucking mile away, and the ending is just so not warranted, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the ending is just so not warranted, it's like the the big build-up to like this fucking huge moment, and I was just like, what? This is dumb, like it, did, it's not like it didn't make sense, it's just dumb. If you're a real movie buff, and you're like, oh, I fucking love the, you know, the imagery, and the, and the, you know, fucking themes, the, the symbolism, and the, Get the fuck out. I don't give a shit about the symbolism. I don't give a shit about the themes. I want some fuck shit to happen. And I want to have to wipe my legs by the end of the movie. I want to see people fucking murking other people from left fucking field. From out of the frame. I want fucking random ass shit that no one ever thought was going to be in this movie. Come in and fuck people over in ways unimaginable. I know this sounds super fucking horrific and awful, but it is a horror movie. I want to be fucking shivering. Shiver me timbers in my motherfucking pirate boots. And you really think it's 2019. Like you would think that there are movies like that today. That literally just scare, that like that push the boundaries of what is morally okay to be on TV. Like I, I don't know, man. I'm not going to write it. Someone asked me that earlier. They're like, why? Well, why don't you do it? I can't put my name on that shit. I don't. But there is someone that has fucked up enough out there. And has a deviant enough mind. That they're like you know what. Let's just put this to use. Use your gifts deviant ass motherfuckers. Don't go on serial killing runs. Just make what you want to do in a movie. That shit I would watch forever. Anyways. That's things I don't get. I don't fuck with them. Fucking Cajon ass little white dudes. God. All right, well, I got on Instagram earlier today and put a little question thing up for people who want to ask me questions during this episode, Um, and we got, let's count, one, two, three, we got four questions. Sweet. Honestly, I expected more, but it's okay. I love you. We got the first one, just want to say I'm proud of your music, praise hands emoji. Was talking about you at work. My co work is a fan. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. People are fucking dope. Thank you, homie. You know who you are. Ah, oh, man. That's, that's the best way to get your music out there, really. Your homies are the fucking best promotion possible. It's so true. Because when you're, that's the thing is like, when you have to pitch. Say you're pitching your music to a fucking blog or something. You have to make this whole little cookie cutter, corny ass segment. That's like, hey, like, here's why this song is dope. Here's why you should pick it up, write about it. I hate that shit. And even then, it's like, they have to pose it in such a way that people are going to listen to it. It's like you're selling somebody something. But when but when the homies listen to it, it's like a fucking gift. It really is. Like, they get to, they A, know who you are. Know how... Shit in your music might translate to your actual actual life or vice versa. And they have a special attachment to it because they know you. Which is just like three fucking intangible things that are so key. When they show other people, it's like they, and they know those people well enough to like explain to them why the track is dope. Not just be like, send them the link and be like, listen to this shit. Like they get to actually convey to them like, yo, this is so dope. I knew this kid from this. He was like this. Check out this shit. Blows you away. So fucking dope. So shout out to you, homie. It's fucking awesome. Uh, we got another one who's winning MVP for the NFL and the NBA next season. Oof. Honestly, I've been doing music so much lately. I've missed so much of sports in general. I don't think I watched one of the women's world cups game, world cup games. I didn't watch, but maybe four or five playoff games this past NBA playoffs. So I'm really out of the loop on this shit. Um, but if I had to throw one up, obviously Kevin Durant for the NBA, wheelchair and all he's going to be draining buckets and then, uh, the NFL NFL, I've honestly even watched less of, um, but if I had to throw one out there, dude, I don't even know who's like relevant in the NFL. I'm so much more removed from the NFL than I am the NBA, like the NBA, you, you, all you need to do is like fucking have an Instagram and play 2K to like see everything that's going on in the NBA. The NBA free agency, honestly, I feel like gets more love from app from from accounts like Bleacher Report and shit than the NFL regular season. Maybe that's just the accounts I follow, but like I see so much more content for the NBA in general. Um, but MVP for the NFL, man, dude, I this is I'm gonna get shit for this, but I really can't even name the MVP for last season. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Pat Mahomes. Dude was balling this past year. I don't know, man. He has the weirdest fucking voice, but the sickest fucking arm. I all I really know about him is anytime I played someone who had him in fantasy, I just got destroyed. If he has any kind of arsenal of an offense like he did last year, I think he'll get it. So Next question, how, wow, wow. (laughs) how's your relationship with your father? I mean, I think this would be a lot more interesting if I didn't have a great relationship with him. Not saying I don't want a great relationship with him, but I've, I've always been decently close to my dad. Uh, we never really talk. He's, he, he came from a military family, so he doesn't really talk much about feelings and all that stuff. But until recently, honestly, um, but yeah, I mean, like he was always dope growing up. He, you know, even though I'm the body type that would be on a meme, that's like when you skip leg, arm, chest, core and back day, he he was always keeping me from obesity growing up, which is dope because that would change a lot of things in my life, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, I mean, he was always supportive. He was never one of those dads that, you know, never says I'm proud of you. Fucking can't stand dads like that. I'm really passionate about dads because, like, I am i can't wait to be a dad. It sounds really dumb, but, like, I cannot fuck. I'm, my kid's going to be fucking dope. But I don't know. hes, he's He kind of, I'm going to be a, a line between dads who never say I'm proud of you and my dad. Because my dad would, like, I don't know, whether it was just to appease us or what. Like, he would say I'm proud of you if we fucking sucked. Like, I want to be real with my kids. I want to be like, you know, I'm proud of you for trying, but that was bullshit. You know what I mean? I'll be real with them. But always supportive. Uh, my dad's always been supportive of me. Even when he doesn't understand shit. Like my music. The, the, the standard text I'll get from him. Is like. Love this new track. But not the swearing though. <laughs> it's a classic dad shit. Um, but yeah it's good. I mean. If I ever need to talk to him about shit. He's there. I just don't necessarily choose to. Oh hey. My little baby's crawling up my seat now. What's good Fief? I think she wants to be on the podcast. I don't know. Um. And then I save this question for last because this is my favorite one. It is what is your favorite weed story? And I know that's not like I shouldn't, that should be my favorite one because the question isn't crazy, but dude, that, that, you know what? Fuck it. This is going to be the new segment. Another new segment, A third new segment. We got why people are dope. Shit I don't get And favorite weed story. That's going to be a new segment. I swear I got too many, but man, I don't know what my favorite is. That's tough. I'm definitely, I'm pretty sure I've had a weed story for every episode so far. Um, man, I guess there was one time, uh, my family and I went to Costa Rica the day after Christmas, we went for like new years and shit. I think it was like two, it was like 20, 2016, 2017, something like that. Um, and we had been there for like maybe a day and I was like, I need to get some fucking weed. <laughs> Um, and the opportunity presented itself one day when my brother, my dad and I were like, we're going to go down to the beach, uh, near our the little casa. We were staying in the little Pueblo, um, which was fucking dope. It was on top of this hill. You could see the whole fucking ocean unreal. Um, like I had a little fucking window in my shower where I could see the whole coastline. It's fucking ridiculous. But we went down to that beach cause it was close and I saw a basketball court down there. So I was like, I gotta go. I got to go hoop. This is dope. I want to fucking ball with some Costa Ricans. Um, and so we went down and my dad and I shot hoops for a second. Um, and then he, he was like, you know, me and your brother are going to go, we're going to go find a gym. And I was like, cool, I'm going to hoop here. And so they left and they're like, we'll be back in an hour. And I was like, hell yeah, I got an hour to find weed. And I really wish i looked at my phone to, you know, keep track of time like a normal person, but I didn't. So... I just kind of like, I walked up and down the beach maybe two or three times and just looked for the right person. You know what I mean? Just the drug dealer looking fucking person, the dude with fucking, you know, dreads down to his ankles. I don't know. I mean, like, that's what I was thinking of because we're on an you know, it's an island, it's Costa Rica. So I was thinking some fucking Rastafarian looking dude. Um, and I looked forever and I couldn't find someone smoking so much as a cigarette. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was looking for someone, like, I was, you know, I was scooby doing that shit, just sniffing around, trying to smell the skunks, um, and I didn't, like I said, I couldn't even find a cigarette smoker, and then I finally found one, and they didn't speak any English, and I was like, fuck, um, Fiona, don't bite my headphones cord, that's not chill. um, so yeah, I, 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 did that a few times, and it had been at least, like, 10, like, 15, 20 minutes, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna find anything, I sat down and I saw a sign that was like no smoking beach and I was like, "Oh, well, that's fucking why." Um and then as soon as I was about to give up, I looked up and there's this dude exactly like I thought, dreads down to his fucking ankles and I look over at him and he throws up a fucking shaka bra. If you don't know what a shaka bra is, learn it. It's the little fucking, you know, hang ten kind of motion. Um and I just immediately knew. I was like, this dude's fucking hip. So I walk over to him. His eyes are fucking like crimson red. Like he's fucking cheeched. And I go, yo, do you know, do you know where I can get some, some weed? And I did a little, you know, joint motion. And, uh, and he's like, oh, you smoke? And that, I didn't know at the time, would be the only English he would speak to me for the rest of the day. And he goes, you know, smoke. And I was like, yeah. And he's just motions me to follow him. So here we go. This is my opportunity. We start walking down the beach away from the section I'd been at for about 10 minutes. Not really anything spoken between us. Like I, I'd, I'd say something or he'd say something to me in Spanish and the other wouldn't respond because we didn't fucking understand each other. And so it was kind of weird. I was like, all right, well, here we go. Let's fucking, let's hope this works. And we go about 10, 15 minutes down the beach. And then we take a left. We go off the beach. And this part of the fucking town is not like the rest of the town. As you can imagine, I start walking up. I'm barefoot. We start going on this gravel path. And my feet are fucking like hurting like a bitch. But it's for the weed. So we're chilling, you know. We're, we're soldiering through. And this dude knows everybody in this part of town. Like he, we're walking by maybe 10 people. He's all waved to him, say something to him. This old lady comes up, it like, her her stomach looks like it's been caved out, like, in with a fucking embalmer. Like, it just looks like someone scooped that shit out. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to make fun of that shit. Like, shit's fucking, you know, it's awful. I hate it, you know, it sucked. But she walks up to him, and just, like, you know, says something to him, holds out her hands, and he, like, pulls out of his fucking pocket, like, a few, like, shillings, or fucking, like, coins. Like, I, like, I don't know what the, the currency was, but th- that's when I kind of figured it out. Like, this dude is fucking... Costa Rican Jesus. Like he was fucking feeding the poor. Selling weed. Just spreading happiness. And I was like alright. Fuck it. I'm here for it. This dude's chill. So we we take a right. After this we go down this gravel path. And we go up an even more gravelly path. Even more rocky path. And there are like fucking stones. Like sticking into my foot at this point. Like there's blood on the fucking trail. And it's going uphill. This has been about. You know 20-25 minutes in. So like with, I didn't know this then, but I really had like five, 10 more minutes and I still had to walk back. So we get up there and he's like, how much do you want? Or something like that. I, I, again, like, I really don't even think it was English. It was just like sounded like, that's not a fucking language. I can't speak Spanish. Um, but I knew he you know, kind of gave me the shrug, like the, the, hands held upwards. Like, you know, what, what's, what's, what's the move. Um, and so I give him 40 bucks, 40 us dollars and he takes it, turns around Goes up to this house, knocks on the door, someone comes out, and he says, something, 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 American, something, something, something. And I was like, fuck, this dude's about to fuck me over, I'm about to get some fucking tobacco. Comes back with a little sack. I didn't deal at the time, so I didn't really know. It was it was like, it was was like, definitely short, but it was, you know, I, I don't know how much $40 is worth there. But it was like maybe two and a half, three grams. And shit did not fucking look like weed. Like, it didn't look like tobacco, but it was just like a dark green and you could see how, like, how many seeds were in there, it was ridiculous, but I got weed, so I didn't care, I was like, whatever this is, I'm gonna smoke it, and we're gonna find out, so we walk all the way back, same shit, not a word, and as I'm walking up, he splits left, I split right, because I'm not trying to look like I fucking was walking with some dude, if my dad, and my brother walk up, and my brother is looking around, like, he's looking for somebody, looking for me, obviously, um, and I'm like, hey, Tucker, I'm here, and he's like, oh, we, you know, We just got here. And I was like, fuck yeah. Got back to the fucking house, hopped in that shower with the little window, had a tobacco pipe, filled the shit with weed. So dank. Not like the best weed I've ever smoked, but I hadn't smoked in like two, three days. And something about just smoking on vacation, like something about going and like just the whole journey of that made the weed so much better. So fucking dank. And honestly, like when you can fucking go on a trip with your family and get high, I highly recommend it. It's fucking amazing. You deal with all the bullshit, you don't give a fuck. And then when you get to do fun shit, it's even more fun. Fucking dope as hell. Well, alright, that was my weed story for the week. Wraps up segment number three. We'll we we'll, we'll get back to those in the future episodes. But, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. This has been fun again. Uh, Tell your friends. If you guys have any questions, I'll be asking again for next week. Or, I don't know. Uh, an episode in the future But yeah guys Stay cool Stay dry Keep beaching